All right, good to see everybody. Saturday night, 55 minutes of fury. I hope you're ready for some truth. You know, it hasn't taken Joe Biden very long, in about seven, seven and a half, eight months, whatever it's been. Right, I've got a little list written down here. We have a horrible economy. Nobody will work. People can't find employees. Businesses are closing right here in my local town of Inglewood because nobody can find anybody to work there. It's not that there's a shortage of jobs. There's actually 9 million jobs available in the United States that nobody can fill. Ask your local business owner if they can find employees right now. They can't. So there's no workers. If you're also noticing right now, there's shortages everywhere. Shortages of this, shortages of that. When did that ever happen under Trump? Never. We have an open southern border, but a closed northern border. And the northern border is closed because of COVID and then Southern border is open for what? But these people are all about saving your lives, right? We have hyperinflation. So we've had all this go on and now we've got a useless military. Have you seen what's happening in Afghanistan right now? And yeah, I do not pull back what I just said. I'm not talking about the, the soldiers on the ground. I'm talking about our military leadership. I do not pull it back. We have an absolutely woke, useless military under the, under the leadership of Lloyd Austin, a useless defense secretary, and of course, the President of the United States, Joe Biden, a useless, non-existent, on vacation, two weeks on vacation president, while our, our forces are being run out of Afghanistan. He actually just had to send back, depending on which report you believe, three to 8,000 troops to usher in, basically, our surrender of Afghanistan. And here's my thing, I was never in favor of us going to Afghanistan, but if you're going to go there, daggum win it. But instead, we're surrendering, and it does sound just like, you know, I wasn't there. I didn't see any of it at the time, but I've seen lots of videos of it since, of us pulling out of Saigon and leaving people there. How much longer will it be until our embassy is actually overrun like it was in Saigon? But here's the thing. I want to go back in time. Let's look at, just understand, there's really no difference between the Bushes and the Democratic Party. Play the video for me. Thanks to our military and our allies and the brave fighters of Afghanistan, the Taliban regime is coming to an end. began with the crisis in Afghanistan as the Taliban surges. The Pentagon sending around 3,000 troops back to the country to help evacuate U.S. embassy personnel and others in Kabul. And the Taliban's pace is startling. Three major cities, including Kandahar, falling to the Taliban in just the past 24 hours. The Biden administration is now escalating the U.S. military presence there just two and a half weeks before the scheduled withdrawal of all U.S. troops. So the regime of the Taliban is over, according to George W. Bush. He said that about 20 years ago. And here we are right now surrendering Afghanistan. And listen, I wanted us out of Afghanistan, never wanted us to be there to begin with. But you don't, be, you, do you realize that we have spent trillions of dollars there? We've been training their army for 20 something years, 21 years. And now you just walk out of there and surrender all of your bases and all of your equipment. I have numerous videos on this. This is a Benny video flashback. Here's the title flashback to July 2nd. Listen to Joe, listen to Joe Biden play for me. Afghanistan. I'm not going to answer any more question on Afghanistan. Look, the 4th of July. I'm concerned that you guys are asking me questions that I'll answer next week. But on this is a holiday weekend. I'm going to celebrate it. There's great things happening. 
Now that's some sterling leadership right there, isn't it? I'm just not going to answer any questions, which by the way, he just did again as he went off on vacation for the next two weeks. You, I mean, if you see, I'm going to show you the videos in just a minute. You see what's going on in Afghanistan. The president of the United States is non-existent, non-existent as we suffer really a military and strategic loss. And now he refuses to answer questions again. And now this is uh, Alex Salvi uh, a video. The White House is shocked. Afghanistan and Taliban and Biden. Let's do a side by side on this. I just want you to see what is going on here. There you go. Play it for me. Just leave the. There you go. This is what right now uh, going on in Afghanistan, and we are evacuating, but we're leaving everything behind. Do me a favor, guys. I actually messed up. I want to put that video. Play that one from the beginning for me. Play it for me when you have when you can. Control there you go. Hit Afghanistan it. Afghanistan quicker than anticipated resulting in an 11th hour rescue of remaining U.S. personnel in the country. We believe that this is not only the right thing to do, but that it's the right time to do it. 3,000 troops will evacuate U.S. citizens from the nation's capital over the coming days. The president has ordered the reduction of civilian personnel uh, uh, at our embassy in Kabul. 1,000 military members will also process visa applications for Afghans who assisted with operations over the past 20 years. Mm -hmm. The decision coming as a direct response to the Taliban capturing the second and third largest cities in the country in a matter of days. And now the Taliban is moving in on Kabul quicker than initially anticipated as the U.S. government continues talks with the Afghani government while drawing a firm line in the sand when it comes to the Taliban. Any force that seeks to take control of Afghanistan with, uh, with the barrel of a gun, through the barrel of a gun, will not be recognized. But the U.S. military believes Kabul could be under siege within the next 30 days. And as military officials warned could happen in the event of a rapid withdrawal, the U.S. is asking the Taliban to spare the embassy if it gains control of the country. And even with the escalations, the Biden administration is standing by its decision to withdraw all troops from Afghanistan by the end of the month. In Rome, for Newsmax. I'm Alex Salvi. There you go. It's just one giant surrender. Go to the uh, Julian Ropke tweet for me. Yeah, there we go. Uh, the Taliban not only seized approximately 100 U.S. Humvees. When have you ever? Uh, let's just ask ourselves this question. When did this ever happen under the Trump administration? Uh, the answer is never. And this is absolutely shocking that this is going on. One, uh, 100 U.S. Humvees and Max Pro MRAPs at Kunduz Airport but also several U.S. Scan Eagle drones, billions of U.S. taxpayer dollars going to Islamic extremists thanks to the administration's hasty withdrawal without a peace deal or follow-up mission. And see, that's the key. That's the key. If you're going to pull out, which I believe we should have been pulling out strategically over time, but that's that's the key word, strategically. These people, the Jen Psaki's, the Joe Biden's, the Lloyd Austin's Lloyd Austin walking around with his with his spit shield and his COVID mask on with his woke politics. Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Joint Chiefs of Staff. These people are out of their element. They are out of their league. They do not belong in leadership. And all we heard for four years was that Donald Trump was going to start a nuclear war. And look at us now. There's the Humvees that we surrendered. Yeah, go to that. I know you guys have already. Yeah, there's a drone that we've surrendered. 
right into the hands of Islamic extremists. Now, here's some videos. Play the first FJ video for me, side by side. This is the Taliban has started its voice of Sharia radio transmission from Kandahar. That's the airport that we abandoned after it took control of radio and TV station buildings earlier. Okay, flip to the next one. New video from Kandahar Airport uploaded by Pro-TV outlet showing the helicopters captured by the Taliban. There's our helicopters right there, bought and paid for by you and I, the taxpayers, now in the hands. And there's multiple videos out now of them flying around in our helicopters. Go to the Deadpool video next. The Taliban have released this video of themselves enjoying milk and cookies in the governor's mansion. I mean, they went from they went from uh, they, 90 days that this is going to be 90 days to now they're worried that it's going to be 72 hours until Afghanistan is completely under the control of the Taliban. These people, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Mark Milley, Lloyd Austin, Jen Psaki, all of these people are completely out of their element. And why are they in the White House? Because we had a fraudulent election because the church and conservatism in the United States states capitulated to a non-existent what i mean by this is when i say non-existent virus i know that covid 19 is real i know that it kills a very small percentage of the people that it actually infects but it was a non-existent pandemic and that's why we have these bush leaguers in the white house right now is because of all the capitulation treating covid 19 like it's the next coming of the black plague which it has never been been and never will be. This is an Epic Times article from yesterday. We are witnessing a strategic breakout by China. Look at China's watching right now. Think about it. Xi Jinping is actually watching step by step our withdrawal from Afghanistan. Can you imagine what he's thinking? Let me read you this article. The explosive growth of China and modernization of its nuclear and conventional forces can only be what I describe as breathtaking, Admiral Richard said. Some of China's growing nuclear and missile capability included intermediate range ballistic missiles, road mobile intercontinental ballistic missiles, and submarine launched nuclear ballistic missiles, according to Admiral Richard. Additionally, he also warned about China's hypersonic missiles, which, by the way, we cannot trace. We cannot run them down. Our, our missile defense doesn't work against hypersonic missiles and how the current U.S. defense system may not be sufficient to detect and track them. See, I wasn't wrong. In 2019, the People's Republic of China test launched more ballistic missiles than the rest of the world combined, he said. Beijing's military buildup also included the construction of 200 new uh, missile silos. There we are. That's where we're at. And we can't even leave a country. We can't even, we cannot even withdraw correctly. We, we're withdrawing and leaving all of our stuff behind. Le, le, you know what's happened is we went there and we did the whole nation building thing, which I am diametrically opposed to. But when you do that, they extracted all of these women out, put them in leadership positions. Now for them to be brutalized by the Taliban. And I just won't go into the description of that. 
now to be brutalized. They're leaving behind all the people that helped us with intelligence, leaving them behind, not doing anything for them, just leaving them behind, abandoning our airstrips that we need right now to be landing troops in. There's airstrikes right now going on by our Air Force now. Think about how stupid you look when you pull everybody out and then have to send three to 8,000 back in and do airstrikes again in Afghanistan. After 21 years there, here we are again doing airstrikes so that we can leave. Listen, how much out of your element, how much out of your league do you have to be? I mean, it, this, is abs this is an absolute abomination. This is humiliating. Absolutely. There's reasons why. And I put together several videos, videos together for you, to show you how, how it all works. This is the Ingram angle. Play it for me. Well, we have planes that are billions over budget and still can't fly. And we have a military with leaders like Patrick Donahoe, who probably spent more time last week thinking about how he was going to silence a vet on Twitter than he was thinking about how maybe the military would ultimately defeat China. We played it in a in a, a war game in October of last year, and without overstating the issue, it failed miserably. Uh, an aggressive red team that had been studying the United States for the last 20 years just ran rings around us, and they knew exactly what we we're going to do before we did it. You see where we're at? That was General Hyten from the Air Force saying that they were they were doing war games against China. And if I get the, I, I believe I've got this right. It was over the invasion, amphibious invasion of Taiwan, war gaming it, and we lost bad, bad. That's the state of our military right now. Let me read this to you. This is from the Hill. U.S. warships. This was from late May of this year. U.S. warships fa warship fails to intercept ballistic missile test target. The U.S. warship failed to intercept a ballistic missile test target on Saturday. The objective of the test was to demonstrate the capability of ballistic missile uh, ballistic missile defense (BMD) configured. Aegis ship to detect, track, and engage and intercept a medium-range range ballistic missile target with a salvo of two standard missile, six dual, uh, two BMD initialized missiles. The Missile Defense Agency MDA wrote in a statement. However, an intercept was not achieved, the statement said. This is the state of our military. We have ships running into ships. We have intercontinental ballistic missile tests that we are losing, and war games run specifically against China, and we are losing them. And we're worried about rooting out racism in the military we're worried about rooting out extremism how about you worry about winning wars how about how about that how about you be able to withdraw from a country correctly and not yield all of your drones to islamic extremists how about you be able how about how about that lloyd austin how about that joe biden and kamala harris instead of worrying about making sure that you're promoting females to general and that you have uh maternity flight suits and new haircuts available to female soldiers why don't you worry about winning wars think about that because that happens to be the purpose you know what we got two to three thousand dead americans that laid down their lives in afghanistan for what now joe biden and all you democratic party supporters out there great job great job you know, it's a galactic failure on every level. You know why? Because who all is involved in these sort of situations? You've got, of course, you've got the military. You've got the CIA that's involved in all of this also. Well, let's look at what the CIA has been doing over the last couple months. Play it for me. I'm a woman of color. I am a mom. 
I am a cisgender millennial who's been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. I used to struggle with imposter syndrome, but at 36, I refuse to internalize misguided patriarchal ideas of what a woman can or should be. I am tired of feeling like I'm supposed to apologize for the space I occupy rather than intoxicate people with my effort, my brilliance. I am intersectional but my existence is not a box-checking exercise. I am a walking declaration, a woman whose inflection does not rise at the end of her sentences. I am unapologetically me. I want right, you... To me. So how in the world the Central Intelligence Agency, it's amazing that that middle word is actually involved with them. It really is. I mean, what, what has gone on here? In, in, uh, what, it, here we have, we have Afghanistan. First of all, you have the, the absolute galactic moron that sits in the White House right now that told them that we're going to be out. He picked September 11th. He actually tells, he tells the Taliban that we're going to be leaving by September 11th, which you don't do. And then, of course, you have the CIA that's so busy making sure that they're recruiting people with imposter syndrome who are cisgender, whatever she is, they're so busy doing that that they don't gather any sort of intelligence that has anything to do with our withdrawal. And here we are, Joe Biden, Joe Biden's administration, his staff, is meeting with the Taliban and begging them not to take over our embassy. Where's the Central Intelligence Agency? Where are they at? How is it that we have absolutely no knowledge of anything that's going on with the Taliban, where they basically have taken over this entire country in 72 hours? Where's the CIA? Well, they're really busy hiring cisgender females with imposter syndrome and anxiety disorders. And then advertising it, and they're proud of it. I mean, think about how galactically ignorant you have to be. How, I mean, how deceived do you have to be? How much of a degenerate do you have to be to actually think that that's a positive advertisement? That's, a, that's their video. We didn't make it up. That's their video. And then you have, of course, this is, I want you to make sure that when you see this video, that Aaron put it, put the writing on it, says done in collaboration with the White House. This was a video bought, paid for. I don't know if they paid for it, but this is this was a video that was done in collaboration with the White House. This wasn't just somebody who shot it. This was done in cooperation and collaboration. The White House of Joe Biden is very, very proud of this video. While we can't withdraw correctly from Afghanistan without costing thousands of lives and millions of dollars and looking like an international clown show, they're busy doing videos like this in the White House. This is their video. Play it for me. One sec. Democracy's calling. <laughs> See you, Daddy. Bye. Hi, my name is Cooper, and this is a day in my life as a White House intern. We did it, Joe. <laughs> hey, everyone. Vogue. Usually, I start off with a big coffee. Sorry, they're like really strict in here. Hey, Jenny, I booked you a nail appointment, love. Yeah, I didn't tell you to do that. It's called Initiative. <laughs> Hi, White House. This is Cooper. Mm, I don't think so. Oh, doesn't matter. This is actually the entrance to the West Wing. This is so fun and it's really prestigious. Hey, POTUS. Is Olivia Rodrigo still here? No. We've come a long way in our fight against this virus. We've vaccinated 160 million Americans. Are you getting this all down? Don't worry, Queen. It's all right here. Cooper. Sorry, Miss Jen. 
And Jen, don't forget to have fun. <laughs> Spirit fingers, mama. We need to get shots in the arms of every single American. I'm heading to a haircut. Comment if you want me to make more of these. So that video was done right before Joe Biden goes on to a two-week vacation. Think about it. We were withdrawing from Afghanistan. Joe Biden's gone. And videos like that are being made. That's who's in control of this country. Why? Because the church in the United States and all the COVID-caving pastors, COVID-caving Christians, COVID-caving conservatives, we all just opened up the floodgates to mail-in balloting because everybody was too, too scared to go and vote in person because the black plague was upon us and everybody bought into it. That is why you can listen. All the patriot pastors out there totally against Joe Biden now and they're like, I can't stand that guy. But you were the ones who locked down your churches and strapped on your mask. It's your fault that he's in office. It's you that did it. If you would have stood, then you wouldn't have all the Zucker bucks, $500 million going into ballot drop, bo drop boxes all around Democratic jurisdictions all around the country where millions and millions of votes came in, un un no signature matches, un unable to, to, uh, to track them. We have no idea, just manifesting in the middle of the night, have no idea where they came from, all because People shut down for a virus. Everybody caved. Republicans caved because they're too afraid to stand up. They're too afraid of the repercussions. Oh, you're going to be called a killer, just like they're doing to DeSantis right now. If you dare stand up, they'll call you a killer. Even though this is a 99.9% .9 survivable virus, they'll call you names and nobody stands up. Pastors are afraid some of their church will leave because they don't look like they have wisdom with the virus. So they're afraid to stand up. Joe Biden, listen, be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap, Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. So if you sow capitulation, you get incompetence. And that's what we have right now. Incompetence, hyperinflation, $30 trillion in debt, an open southern border, a woke military joke throughout the, throughout the globe or a woke military joke. That's what we have. All right, the dirty truth tweet. So now they are calling all of us Domestic terrorists, look at the screen. You think the people are giving millions of dollars of military equipment to the Taliban, which they're doing right at this very moment, would be the ones called terrorists. But look who's called terrorists on that little list we got there. You've got opposition to COVID measures. If you're, an, if you're opposing, now where did this come from? Look at the side, U.S. Department of Homeland Security. They have potential, this is a, they, they put out a terrorist threat, you know, terrorist alert is what it is, like it's code yellow, I think it's code yellow there. And who are the threats? Where's Black Lives Matter? Uh, Black Lives Matter and Antifa have done somewhere in the neighborhood of two to three billion dollars worth of damage and cost somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 to 30 lives since last July. But where are they on the list? No, the people on the list are those who oppose COVID measures and claim election fraud. The, the, we're the domestic terror. And, and what's funny is I'll play the video in just a second. There's been no specific threat of any kind. But if you are, if you oppose COVID measures or you claim that there's election fraud, or believe that Trump can be reinstated. What's wrong with it? Listen, whether you believe Trump can be reinstated or not, I don't know if he can or not, but who cares? How are you a domestic terrorist if you believe that there's a possibility Trump could be reinstated? Or nine, or here they try to soften it. They try to make themselves look a little less like Democratic Party uh, puppets. 9-11 anniversary and religious holidays. Where <laughs> There's absolutely none of this is going on. There are no threats. But you and I, if you stand up against COVID, you're considered to be at least a possible uh, domestic terrorist. 
Here's how it's played out on the news. Play it for me, NBC. Terror alert has been issued by Homeland Security tonight. Pete Williams is here. Pete, what do we know about this? Well, DHS says this new terrorism advisory is not based on any actual threats or plots, but it says there's a rise in anti-government rhetoric. Some of it is opposition to COVID public health rules like mask and vaccine measures. Some calls for violent action are based on claims of election fraud or a belief that Donald Trump can be reinstated. And DHS says the coming 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks and religious holidays later this year could be catalysts for violence. The last terror advisory was issued in May. It expired today. This to we don't need to hear any more of it. So there you go. So, you know, according to Christopher Ray, according to Joe Biden, the number one threat to America is white supremacist terrorism. Now they've added now that they're covering it all now. So they had white supremacist terrorism. And now if you oppose COVID measures, you, there is a terror alert put out on us. Right, we're, we're considered to be at least possible terrorists. And again, I ask, where are the groups and where are the incidences of white supremacist terrorism? I w- I, listen, if, if, there was, if there was an outbreak of white supremacist terrorism, I would put it on this show and I would tear it up. But there isn't any. So these people, as always, are liars. COVID is an existential threat to your life. Mask, vax, or you're going to die. Bullface lie. There is uh, racism. There is systemic racism in law enforcement where the number one threat to an African-American male is a white police officer. Absolute bullface lie. 97% of African-American males are murdered by other African-American males. They lie. Any minute now, the you know the ice caps are going to melt and Martha's Vineyard, where, where Barack Obama has his $20 million mansion, showing you their galactic hypocrisy. Any minute now, New York's going to be underwater. I've grown up my whole life here. Now Miami's going to be underwater. And here I am right now, 2021 in Florida, and Miami's still there. What a surprise. They're galactic liars and nobody holds them accountable for it. And here they are propagating it again. That, you know, the number one threat to America is white supremacist terrorism. And now they've added those of us who are standing up against COVID. Just so you know, you you see the grand scheme. I hope that you're seeing it. All right, let's move on to vaccinations. Conscientious evolution movement video. Play it for me. But here's what I'm seeing in the laboratory already. And this is very, very concerning. Um, when we give these shots, we can look at the types of white blood cells in the body. We can look at your T cells, your B cells, the ratios, and, and you have a broad array of immune cells that work together to fight off viruses, to keep cancers in check. We're already seeing the signals in the laboratory of decreases of certain critically important T cells that you need, your innate immune system. It's, it's your Marines of your body, the first ones in, fighting off viruses, fighting off cancers. It's why kids have done phenomenally well and survived this virus at 100% rate statistically this year, because they have a, an innate T cell immune response that has two to three times the activity of an adult T cell immune response. They have two to three times the enzymes that throw the little hand grenades in the cells and blow up the infected cells compared to adults. And that's why kids have done so wonderfully against this virus. But what we're seeing in the laboratory after people get these shots, we're seeing a very concerning locked in low profile of these important killer T cells that you want in your body. It's almost a a reverse HIV. In HIV, you lose your helper T cells, your CD4 cells. In this virus post-vaccine, what we're seeing is a drop in your killer T cells, your CD8 cells. 
And what do CD8 cells do? They keep all other viruses in check. What am I seeing in the laboratory? I'm seeing an uptick of herpes family viruses. I'm seeing um, herpes. I'm seeing shingles. I'm seeing mono. I'm seeing a huge uptick in human papillomavirus uh, in the cervical biopsies and the cervical pap smears in women. In addition to that, there's a, a little infectious you know, bump that kids get called molluscum contagiosum. What do you need to keep that in check? You need CD8 uh, killer T cells. I am seeing a 20 times increase in individuals over the age of 50. Now you bring that to me. So what we're seeing here is the vaccines are causing autoimmune suppression. And that's why if you've already have COVID, you're an absolute fool if you take the vaccine. You're, listen, you're an absolute fool if you take the vaccine, period. But if you've already had COVID, it goes in and kills off your T cell immunity after you've al you're, you're already immune. It comes in and kills off superior immunity, which has already been proven in Israel. Those that are going back in that have caught COVID that get hospitalized in Israel, only 1% of them, 1% of them are people with natural immunity. 40% of their COVID infections are people who have taken the vaccination. So you go in, you take this thing. And it kills off your natural immunity that adults have to have. The reason why it's not having any effect really on just statistically, it doesn't. For all these fools that are trying to mask and vaccinate kids, statistically speaking, kids never die of COVID. They rarely have a serious infection because they're loaded with this T-cell immunity. But, but if you want to vaccinate them, it'll eliminate that for your child. And you have parents, Democratic Party parents, sadly, Republican Party parents, conservative Christians are lining up their kids for this vaccination. Scared of what? According to the CDC, post-infection, people from zero to 19 years of age have a 99.997 post-infection survival rate. Why would you ever get vaccinated? Alex Berenson tweet. As of Wednesday, Israel had 451 seriously ill COVID patients in the hospital. Listen to the numbers now. 276 of the 451 are vaccinated. 266 of them fully vaccinated, 10 partly. A year ago today, before vaccines existed, it had a total of 368 seriously ill hospitalized patients. Hmm, what does that mean? Since, they're, since they've gone up by about 100 more than what they had last year, and where basically three-quarters of the people in the hospital are vaccinated, who is causing this outbreak? And you will hear them say it over and over again that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, just like they tell you there's global warming, just like they tell you that there's systemic racism, these people lie over and over and over again. You have to tell and you have to live in the truth. He writes on the bottom, I love the last sentence, if this is a vaccine success, I'd hate to see the failure. Then he answers his own tweet and he says in the news, does, in the news it's even worse. These serious cases are rising faster now than ever, except maybe a few days in January, except itself likely the result of post First dose spike. Health ministry chief. Outbreak worsening despite new restrictions to stop the virus. So the liars, again, the liars who say that COVID is the next black plague when it's 99.9% .9 survival, that it's okay to slaughter the unborn in the womb because they're not a person, but yet they harvest their organs to do research for people. Then they tell you that there's systemic racism in law enforcement. 
They tell you that your city's going to be underwater. And then what they do is they say, you know what? Lockdowns have never worked. Masks never work. Israel is a police state. Israel is basically 100% masked and, and 80 to 90% vaxxed. And look where they are right now. But yet when it starts to spike again, they do the same things over and over again because it's never been about your health. It has never been about the virus. It has been about control. That's all that it's been from day one. So they keep doing the same things over and over again. Yes, the very definition of insanity. Lockdowns never works. Masks never work. Vaccines aren't working. So what are they saying? Vax, lockdown, and mask like they always do. This is from an article out of, the, out of Israel Hayom uh, uh, newspaper. Vaccinated Israelis account for 53% of new COVID daily cases. Go to Emerald Robertson. Remember when I told you not to get the vaccine unless you knew about the risks of antibody-dependent enhancement? Play that next video for me from Aaron Ginn. Virus. And then ask yourself, why is a vaccine that is supposedly so effective having a breakout in the middle of the summer when respiratory viral syndromes don't do that? And to help you understand that, you need to know the condition that is called antibody-mediated viral enhancement. That is a condition done when vaccines work wrong, as they did in every coronavirus study done in animals on coronaviruses after the SARS uh, outbreak and done in respiratory syncytial virus, where a vaccine used in a vulnerable individual done the wrong way, which why it cannot be done right for a respiratory virus, which has a very low pathogenicity rate, causes the immune system to actually fight the virus wrong and let the virus become worse than it would with native infection. And that is why you are seeing an outbreak right now. And in fact, in that flash drive you're going to have coming to you and in the emails with six extra, will be a study showing that 75% of people who had COVID-19 positive symptom cases in Barnstable, Massachusetts outbreak were fully vaccinated. Therefore, there is no reason for treating any person vaccinated any differently than any person unvaccinated. You should also know that no vaccine all right, so everybody heard that, right? Though that is antibody-dependent enhancement. What is going on? The reason why you're seeing an outbreak amongst among the vaccinated is because of antibody-dependent enhancement, which causes the virus, which causes your immune system to fight to fight the virus wrong, making it more virulent. That is exactly what's happening. Everybody can deny it all they want in the United States. They, they won't be able to deny it much longer. We've already seen the outbreaks. I'm telling you, the news will have to report at some point. They're going to have to report the truth that this is now an outbreak of the vaccinated. The vaccinated, because of antibody-dependent enhancement, have a much heavier viral load both in their nasal pharynx and in their blood system because their immune system has fought this virus wrong because you cannot vaccinate. I've heard Rodney Howard Brown, he's the first person I heard say this. You cannot vaccinate against the virus. Again, why? Because it endlessly mutates. Ask yourself, why is it? You're like, well, we have the flu vaccination, but the flu vaccination doesn't do anything to lower deaths or hospitalizations. Well, you know why? Because the flu endlessly mutates. Why is this? As a, this is a coronavirus that somehow we have a vaccination for in a year, a year and a half, right? Well, not even a year and a half, basically a year. We had a vaccination for 
but we've never had a vaccination for the common cold, which is another coronavirus. That could never be figured out. But suddenly in 12 months, they figure it all. They didn't figure out squat. The, the only thing that they have figured out is how to control people. That's all that they figured out. They're like, you know, and basically this is a religion. You will get, if you don't get your mask, if you don't lock down and you don't get vac vaccinated, you are not a member of our religion and you will be excommunicated from society. So, and that's what people are scared now. Well, I better get my mask and I better get my vaccination. That's what it's been about from day one. That's Dr. Dan Stock, by the way, and he is an MD and an immunologist. All right, local Oakville Life tweet. Are you waiting patiently for your jab opportunity? Lots of empty space is now available. Play the video for me. You want to get, you sure you want to get this vaccination? That person just got the vaccination. I don't think I want this vaccination. Anybody else? I never saw videos like this for the flu, for the flu vaccination. You sure you want to get it? There you got your nice clinic. They got your nice presentation with your speakers. And then you get the vaccination. You sure you want it? I don't want that thing. No, thank you. All right, go to this pick, the CAE pick for me. There we go. CAE offers a full flight simulator ride. <laughs> Here, this is in Canada. Full flight simulator ride. A, a vaccination so good, they have to bribe you to get it. Go to the next one, the Hill Tweet. Canada to require all air travelers to be vaccinated. I just want to say once again, congratulations to all the COVID caving, capitulating pastors out there that locked down your churches as you're watching Revelation chapter 13, 16 through 18. It causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on the right hand or on their forehead that they can't buy, sell, trade or travel without that mark. Congratulations. And the saddest thing is, is now there's churches there's churches requiring vaccinations to get into their building. You have to be so deceived. You have to have such a reprobate mind that you cannot see the unfolding of the mark of the beast right before your very eyes. When you have one of the largest nations and one of the five eyes nations, one of the uh, greatest uh, supporters of the United States, one of our greatest allies right now, you cannot buy, sell, trade, or travel in Canada. Without your mark, I mean your er, your your vaccine passport. Sad deal. All right, uh, Gary Dempsey tweet. How are we getting 15 times more cases per 100,000 in the last seven days than India? What is India, by the way? India is the home of the horrible, deadly, disastrous threat to your life Delta variant. That's the Indian variant is the Delta variant. Don't let them confuse you. So how are we getting 15 times more cases per 100,000 in the last seven days than India when they've only fully vaccinated 8%? We vaccinated somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 to 55%. They vaccinate 8% of their population and we're and we're fully, well, they said we, and we fully vaccinated 60%. I think it's a little less than that. What's going on? Well, you know what's going on is A, the vaccinations don't do anything but harm you. B, the vaccinations cause your immune system to create more virus. 
and therefore you're shedding more virus. Therefore, you're more contagious as a vaccinated person. And from the hospitalization numbers coming from the UK and coming from Israel, ours are fraudulent because of the CDC is a fraudulent bought and paid for C uh, CCP organization, Democratic Party organization. Their numbers coming out of the UK were 60% of their COVID deaths, 60% of their COVID deaths since February are vaccinated people. 40 to 50% of their hospitalizations are vaccinated people. And the same number for vaccine uh, hospitalizations are coming out of Israel are fully vaccinated people. You saw it just a minute ago. I showed you the stats. Dr. David Samadhi tweet in the coming months, Canada will require all commercial air travelers, passengers on trains between provinces and cruise ship passengers to be fully to be vaccinated against COVID-19. The news comes amid rumors that Justin Trudeau will be calling snap elections. Justin Trudeau is expected in the next month to call a snap election where he deems the parliamentary uh, the parliament to be. I'm trying to think of the verbiage that they use, but basically cause the, the parliament uh useless or they're not performing their duties like they should so he calls a snap election because he believes that then he'll have even more power canada come on rise up you're living in a socialist police state how can you live that way well they're protecting my health you're protecting your health from what even if you got covid what would happen to you well what's the numbers 99.98 survival between 0 and 50. 99.6% survival from 50 to 70. Oh, but everybody dies after 70. From 70 on, 95% survival, many of which having comorbidities. And 80% of hospitalizations for COVID worldwide are people who are morbidly obese. What are you scared of? You yield all your freedoms to a virus that's barely virulent? What's the matter with you people? And what's the matter with you Americans and you pastors and you Christians who are supposed to stand on the word of God where it says Jesus took up our infirmities and carried our diseases? Matthew chapter 8, verse 17. And you yield all of your freedoms over for this? I just will never, ever understand it. This is a Larry Elder tweet. LA to require, just showing you where it's going. And by the way, New Orleans is the same. And by the way, uh, San Francisco is the same. L.A. to require, not, to, not specific to groceries, but to other things. L.A. to require vaccinations to buy groceries. Report L.A. Is, is expected to do this. I don't know exactly what the timeline is, but here's the report from the WND. Uh, Los Angeles require vaccinations to buy groceries. Plan introduced by Council President Nori Man, uh, Martinez. L.A.'s plan comes from Council President, I just gave you his name, Martinez, and Council Member Mitch O'Farrell. In a prepared statement, Martinez claimed, it's our responsibility to, pr to protect the public. Protect them from what? Protect them from what? A 99.9% .9 survival virus? A virus that the flu is 7 to 20 times more deadly to your kids? I mean, the flu, seven to 20 times more deadly to your children than COVID. And these people feel like they need to make you have a vaccine passport to buy groceries to protect you. It makes absolutely no sense. Just like their climate change makes no sense. Just like how they think abortions aren't killing people makes no sense. Just like, just like they say that there's systemic racism and they're liars. Drew Hernandez tweet. Eyes on LA. LA. Always look, always look. You know, you know the statement. The enemies of my enemies are my friends. Well, let's look here. Who is, who's the allies 
of the forced vax or vaccine passport movement. Who are the allies? For all you church people out there that are now requiring vaccinations to get into your church building. Well, let's look at who your allies are, shall we? Eyes on LA, LA Antifa has announced a counter demonstration against, against the anti-vax mandate protest today in LA City. Also, Antifa is for vaccine passports. Antifa is for, 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 for forced vaccinations. So you know who your allies are. Those of you who are for everybody, get making everybody get a vaccination or a vaccine passport. Congratulations on lining up with and allying yourself with Antifa. Great job. Marina Medvan tweet. This is how leftist state reps now speak to their constituents. Put the first one up for me. That's fine, she answers. Really, we will force vaccines. This is a, look at, look at her title, Representative Lisa Reynolds, I believe from Oregon, will force vaccines, will make it a prerequisite, though, for indoor dining, working in the office, and furthering your ex- uh, education. We will force vaccines. There she is, State Representative Oregon, District 36. Just so you know, and that's why you never close your church. That's why you never close your business. That's why you never mask. You're like, well, what does it hurt to mask? What does it hurt to be extra extra cautious? You're not being extra cautious. You're acquiescing to bold-faced lies. There's a big difference from being cautious to buying into bold-faced lies. And that's what the church did. And if you pastors haven't gotten out and said that you were wrong, understand that your anointing is gone. The spirit of God, the power of God in your church services is gone. You already know it is. You're having to jump through hopes and try to create things and make some sort of life inside your church, some momentum inside your church, knowing that you yourself, you turned your back on the word of God somewhere back in April or May or March of last year. You turned your back on the word of God. You should have stirred on the word of God, which says whatever you bind is bound, whatever you loosed is loose. But instead you closed your church and you capitulated to the Democratic Party. I don't care that Trump was a part of it. It doesn't matter. You stand in the word of God every single time. He took up our infirmities, carried our diseases. So why would you ever close your church or strap a mask on your face? All right, pick from CBS New York too. This is what it takes. Understand that they have what, you know, what's called the New, York, New York's the NYC pass. In other words, you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your mark. Uh, uh, NYC pass. Well, this is what you have to do. This is what everybody has to do. Rand Paul went out and he was banned immediately off of YouTube because he's saying we now have to civilly stand up. We have to civilly disobey. It is time. And this restaurant is doing that. We do not discriminate against any customer basis in New York City based on sex, gender, race, creed, age, vaccinated or unvaccinated. All customers who wish to patronize our business are welcome in our establishment. That is what it takes. All right, go to Billy Premp tweet. Only 28% of black Americans, 18 to 44 years old, are vaccinated in New York. That means that next month, when the vaccine passport law goes into effect, 72% of black Americans in New York will be denied service. Oh, this is great. I mean, this is this exactly how the Democrats allegedly for the African-American people in the United States, for, for our black population. No, they have never been. They have been butchering your unborn, the number one cause of death in the black American and the, the black community and the African-American community 
is abortion. That's the number one cause of death because the Democratic Party, Margaret Sanger, who Hillary Clinton admired, Bill, Bill Gates, whose father was on the founding board of Planned Parenthood, they put Planned Parenthood centers on every urban corner in the country, killing off millions, hundreds of thousands per year, millions in totality of our black brothers and sisters in America. And then they always vote Democrat. I will never get it. I'll never get it. But God bless them for standing up to the vaccine passports. All right, Rebel News video. This is out of Canada. Play it for me. More people in Canada vaccinated with their first and second doses. The more we can vax to the max, the better for back to school. And by getting vaccinated, young adults have the potential to make the biggest impact in building up our firewall of better protection this fall. Vax to the max. Vaccinate your kids. Now, who is this woman? Her name is Teresa Tam. Isn't it strange that she's from Hong Kong? That she was born in Hong Kong? That's she's actually from. Now I know at that time it was it was British Hong Kong, but isn't it kind of funny that she's ostensibly from China and that she is the chief public health officer in Canada? That she's the one she's putting out vax to the max. Now remember, a child is seven to twenty times post-infection more likely to die of the flu than COVID nineteen, and this galactic moron is trying to vax to the max your children. Why? Why would you ever stick that toxin in your kid? Well, because they could spread it. It's already been proven that kids don't spread COVID. Their T cell immunity is so strong that it goes in and kills off COVID quickly. They don't spread it. They don't get it. They don't die of it. They don't get very sick from it. And these people want to vax them. Why? Because it's never been about your health, COVID-caving pastor, COVID-caving Republican. All the Republicans out there, well, I'm against lockdowns, and I'm against the people uh, being forced to wear masks. But then you take their vaccine. Justin Hart tweet, a reminder that COVID-19 case rates for every single age group are on the rise, including the ones with vaccinations above 80%. That's what's called facts. Now, here's the Babylon Bee's take on it. Always got to include the Babylon Bee's take. Vaccine will now be offered in continuous IV drip. You can carry around for the rest of your life. That's what it's all about. Sadly, you have satire that hits very close to home. All right, go to the first tweet. Here we go. This is how the media portrays things. This is how the media does things right here. Broward County, by the way, which is aligning itself with the Biden administration, you know that, are making it very public that they're going to stand against Ron DeSantis. And, and uh, Joe Biden has already said that he's going to send them aid. This headline doesn't tell you that classes haven't started yet, so they didn't get it get it in the classroom for Broward County. Look at CNN puts out because remember, we got to get all these kids vaccinated because these kids will kill teachers, right? Four Broward County, Florida educators died within 24 hours from COVID-19 complications. Only problem is that there were no classes in session. Go to the next one for me. Jewish deplorable. The Broward teachers union said four, te four Florida teachers died of COVID in a single day. Turns out the number was two and there is no classes in session. Whoops. That's how they are. Liars from the beginning, just like the devil. John chapter 8, verse 44. Florida Times Union tweet. COVID hospitalization numbers in Jacksonville continue their downward trend. Friday, remember, Florida's the target of the Democrats now because Ron DeSantis has a spine and is standing up to them, being called a killer, killer for a virus with a 99.9% .9 survival rate. 
their downward trend Friday at Jacksonville area medical facilities that are publicly releasing patient counts as case and hospitalization numbers rose statewide. Go to the next one. Oh, wait, let me here, freeze it for just a second. Let me put some context on it. I forgot to do that. This is a video my wife shot. We shot. We have two videos from local hospitals because right here they're saying we're being overrun in Florida. Right? I'm seeing if you're if you're not if you're not living in Florida right now, this is the reality. I live right in the middle of Florida, Sarasota County. Both of these videos were shot in Sarasota County. One's Inglewood Hospital, one's Venice Hospital, and you'll hear all the national news, CNN. You'll hear, uh, you know, various pundit, various blue checkmark people on on Twitter. Saying Florida's being overrun, DeSantis is horrible, he's killing people. It's all, you know, there is no ICU beds. Well, you know, so we went out and we shot two videos. One of them's from one of my worship leaders, and one of them was shot by my wife. This is my wife's video. This is Inglewood Hospital, just down the road from where I live. Play it for me. Just cut the, cut the audio. There you go. Now, are they overrun? With, there we go. That's their ER. Overrun or not overrun? Very simple answer. Not overrun. Go to the next one. This is Venice Hospital, shot by my brother Pete. Here we go. Are they overrun? He goes right, goes left, goes right. Not a soul. One person. One person in there. So are they, is Florida is the way that they're portraying it in the media? No ICU beds. They're being overrun. They're filled. They're to capacity. The way Broward County probably paints it? Absolutely not. Bonchi tweet. Weird, it's almost like mass mandates don't work and that COVID is seasonal. Hawaii reached a new single-day record in COVID-19 cases Friday. So you have Hawaii, which has been run. Yeah, go, let's go to the uh, go to the next thing for me. Oh, wait, that's, yeah, go to, yeah, the, do we have the Hawaii, do I have the Hawaii pick, the Hawaii COVID pick or no? We don't have it? Okay, so forget it. So the Hawaii, I, I actually have a graph from Hawaii. I must not have loaded it up. So, Hawaii is one of the most stringent. Yeah, it's on it's on Telegram if you want to pull it real quick, but you might not have time. Hawaii is one of the most stringent COVID states. Masked up, vac, you know, majority va um, vaccinated, been masked from day one, completely locked down, restricted travel. Put that on the screen for me. You guys are awesome. There it is. You can see the dates on there. February, right here, February of this year, 98% mass compliance. Now, what I'm going to wait and look at, look at that last line. Look at that line skyrocketing through the roof. So what I'm asking is, will the media cover this? Or is it only when Republican states have skyrocketing COVID numbers? The, the, the Hawaii's not being, uh, Hawaii's not being covered at all. Oregon under Kate Brown's leadership is not being covered at all. They're having record numbers, but DeSantis is the problem. But what this, what this shows is this, it doesn't, whether it doesn't matter whether you mask, lock down, vaccinate, a virus is going to be a virus. And outside of the word of God, there is nothing you can do about it. Every single state looks the same. Every single state. Let's look at Sweden. From day one, here we go. The seven-day average of newly reported deaths per million in Sweden is zero. They've reported 14 total deaths since July 1st. Since July 1st, 14. In a country of 10 million, it is remarkable to watch experts and politicians ignore this and go back to the interventions that have already failed. Put up the, put up the graph for me. There you go. There it is. Now, if you'll notice, that looks identical to Florida, identical to California, identical to Hawaii, because it doesn't matter what you do. Masks do not strain out a virus. Vaccines only make the virus worse. 
And lockdowns, 76% of COVID cases are caught in one's own home. They do nothing but spread the virus. Here's, here's an IM tweet out of Oregon. Do we have that one? Yeah, there you go. Put it up there. Hospitalizations in Oregon have now hit a new high. But where's the media? Where's, where, why aren't they all over Kate Brown for causing a problem when their cases are every bet is bad or worse than Florida's? But because it's never been about your health. It's always been COVID caving pastor. It's always been about ushering in the Democratic Party's agenda. They don't, if they actually believed that it was an existential threat to their lives, you wouldn't see Barack Obama dancing maskless at his birthday party. All right, here we go. I don't know if we have time for it or not. No, we'll skip that one. Go to, uh, go to ABC, go to ABC News tweet. Cause I don't, there you go. Officials have found, notice this how the media is, officials have found no evidence of super spreader events stemming from Lollapalooza. Why? Because that's in Democratic Party controlled Illinois under Lori Lightfoot, right? So there's no problem whatsoever. But when, the, when you mention Sturgis, put up that crowd pick. Put up the crowd pick, but there you go. The, you, right there, that's Lollapalooza. No super spreader event. But if you mention Sturgis, Big problem. Go to the next one, Newsmax tweet. Here's Barack. Martha's Vineyards is, is experiencing a COVID-19 spike in 74 people testing positive for the virus after Barack Obama's birthday party. Where's the news? Doesn't matter when it's a Democrat because it's never been about your health. Now, listen, we're going to be showing you got to wait like one minute. Don't leave. Don't leave. Wait one minute because we're transfer off of TV back onto social media. It takes a minute to a minute and a half. Stay with us. I have a ton of new videos that you've got to see. Love you all. God bless you. Thank you so much for watching the Tom Lively podcast tonight. We appreciate you tuning in. Mainstream media is no longer reporting honestly about what's going on in and around the world. It is our goal to get the truth and facts out to the people who are tired of hearing the lies of the media. If you enjoyed watching and want to help us make sure it continues, you can invest in the program by going to TomLively.com and clicking on Give. Thank you so much for watching, and we hope you tune in again.